That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. Let me just put my timer over here. Um, that was really great, bro. Um, really encouraging. Uh, because uh, I encourage you to remember what he just said, because uh, this is going to back that up, <laughs> right? Because uh, I'm going to speak a little bit about those actions that he's talking about, what that truly looks like, right? And um, I'm going to go straight into the scriptures, right? The title is God's Call to be Faithful, right? And uh, the scripture we're going to be reading is Mark 12, 28 through 34. Mark 12, 28 through 34. The scripture reads, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. I just realized I did not start my timer. So, <laughs> I'm going to, perfect. Um, so, like, just a quick uh, welcome to the family. Honestly, welcome, guys, uh, to our guests. I appreciate you guys coming here and uh, just seeing what we mean when we say we're holding to the Bible standard, all right? Uh, this is where we, we let the Bible talk, all right? <laughs> so, um, I would like to thank Chris and Sonia for allowing uh, Aaron and I to preach uh, and just share our conviction on faith, right? right. And uh, with that title, uh, God's Call to be Faithful, you know, I'm just going to give a little, you know, I, uh, understanding of what faith means to my side. To have faith is to have complete trust or confidence in someone or something, right? Which leads me to my first point. Have faith in the impossible. That's going to lead us to John 6, 53 through 69. The title was, first point was, have faith in the impossible. John 6, 53 through 69. Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the, other, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died. But whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue of Capernaum. On hearing it, many of the disciples said, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. From this time, many of the disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Right? So, like, let's just, let's just get a little bit real with this, right? Oh, yeah. 
If I came to you right now as a random guy and said, yo, if you do not eat my flesh and blood, you're going to die. <laughs> right? Exactly. I, I'll walk up like, yo, this is, I'm not doing this. I'm out. What <laughs> chance would say, I'm out. <laughs> There's no way. Because it's like, it's not, I'm going to eat another man's blood. It takes so much to listen to the words of Jesus, right? So, um, you know, the word of God doesn't speak to the worldly mind, right? If another, like the same way if another man came and talked to you about that, you know, it requires so much faith to even listen to that conversation, right? But that's who Jesus was, a man that brought faith, right? So Jesus became aware of their grumbling and asked them if they were offended, right? These words we are reading today, right, according to verse 63, have spirit in them and have life, right? It requires a lot to believe that these words I'm reading on this paper have spirit and life in them. Whenever you're reading the word of God, that is what you're reading, spirit and life, right? And uh, it says that in verse 63. But it says not to worry in verse 65, though, because only those who have been allowed by God can approach Christ, yeah. right? So you need to show God that you, you genuinely want to be in his presence. It's not going to happen by some magic show or it's just some random, you know, stumbling block. You need to be seeking, seeking God, all right? That's why it's important that faith, again, comes from the word, right? I'm not going to use the scriptures because I'll kill them with that, right? <laughs> but a key thing I want to add on to is that a true follower of Christ acknowledges that there is no one else to turn to but the truth, right? And with that in mind, we're going to go to my second point, right? We need faith to obey, right? So do you believe in the words of Jesus, right? And by that, how is that showing in your life, right? So Jesus calls us to follow him. We know that he says to the Jews who believe, not that's to us now, to the Gentiles who believe, right? If you hold on to my teachings, then you are truly my disciples, right? A follower of Christ, right? And only then will you know the truth and the truth will set you free, yeah. right? You get that freedom by reading, by learning, by knowing who Jesus yeah. is, right? Without doing that, you won't grow in faith. So it's like, you say, all right, I want to grow in faith, but then you don't read your Bible. You don't have your quiet times. You don't even know who God is, right? This is like, and then you say, but I believe in him. Are you sure you know what you believe in, right? Faith, just like he was talking about, I wrote this point, so I just want to swipe to the side, right? <laughs> faith speaks, he says, right? Faith is an action, right? So as Earl just brought up, it's an action that leads you to do something actively to get closer to God, right? So... Now with that understanding, the true worshipers, we know again the true worshipers worship in spirit and in truth, according yeah. to the Bible, right? In spirit and in truth, the Bible is that truth. And the Bible says this, right? And I'm, right now I'm talking to the disciples, right? So guests, I, I hope you're encouraged by hearing this because I'm, I'm calling everybody out, including myself, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so like, wow, what does the Bible say? Because it's a scripture that we read all the time. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, right? Matthew 28, 18 through 20. The scripture reads as follows. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So... Looking at that, right, let's dissect it <laughs> word by word. It says, Jesus 
with all authority in heaven and on earth, right? This is what he says. He says, uh, this is again to his true disciples, because at this point, he's talking to the 11, right? Judas just died. All right, so in this case, he's talking to us now, because we're the ones reading it, the disciples, right? He says, go and make disciples of all nations, right? I see South Africa here. <laughs> right? I definitely see Haitians. I see Dominicans. You know, I see Puerto Ricans. You know, I see, I'm a Zambian. You know, right? I'm pretty sure there's other nations here, right? But it says go, right? And we definitely know Jesus sent them city to city and everybody. We can see that happening with the movement as we just, show, just saw in the good news, right? But this year, right? Looking at this year, where have you gone to make a disciple, right? Have you left your comfort zone? Have you gone somewhere different? You, you see that this feeding area, or fishing area, should I say, because disciples are made to fish, right? Uh, this fishing area has no fish. Let me go somewhere where there might be more fish, right? Changing tactics, right? Are we doing that, right? Are you denying yourself daily to ensure that a soul is saved and given the opportunity that you have been given today? To understand all these things, it requires faith. It's not going to happen, <laughs> you know, just like wake up one day and just, I'm going to do it. If you do, you're going you're gonna to fade out, right? Yeah. Come on, bro. Do you love the lost like Jesus loved you when you were and maybe are currently still lost, right? Have you made a disciple? And by disciple, I mean a student of Christ. This is what the Bible is commanding us. Go and make disciples, right? And then if we keep on reading, it says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. How many people have you led to baptism? I'm thinking to myself, how many people have I led to baptism? This is something that, again, we have to remember. These words are spirit and life. <laughs> these are the things we need to believe if we say we are the true worshipers, right? That means being called to the standard of the Bible and not what we feel as comfortable, right? So the Bible standard, to understand that requires a tremendous amount of faith. He continues going, saying, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Do you know all the commands that he's given you? Because the only way to truly understand what you should be doing as a Christian, as a disciple, as a student of Christ, is to actually read your Bible, yes. right? So, like, even this week, I've, I've been sharing just so much, saying how, how God has really, really changed my heart. You know, like, zeal, I've been going after it, changing my heart, trying to become a different person, not an image that I'm pursuing, but the biblical definition of what that looks like. That required a tremendous amount of faith to go back to God and say, I am not where I'm supposed to be, God. <laughs> you know, what do you want me to become? Faith is what allows us to understand what God is t saying to us, right? And then um, with that, with the teaching, it also, goes, it also goes on to say, have you forgotten maybe, right? what these other things that we have learned from the beginning. Like even as we're going through right now, the, the, the First Principles series, these are a lot of things, that our convictions, our biblical convictions. Do we remember all of those? Are we going eagerly to study these things out? Amen, and if you forgot, amen, it's okay. You, you haven't fallen away, you're still here, right? It's okay, that's why we have our quiet times. You know, we are going to forget some of these things. It's a huge book, right? But that's why we keep reading. We keep going back, and God strengthens our faith, right? It's that confidence that we have in him, right? And uh, something that really touched my heart today was, uh, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age, right? And I can ask myself, okay, is Jesus with me today? I say yes. 
maybe if I asked maybe the last two weeks was there, I'm like, I had maybe like a vision of Jesus around me. But today I can confidently say, yes, I'm walking with Jesus, right? Can you do the same, right? And you see, again, we can say off our emotions of what some rough image of what we've learned. But going back to the true Bible understanding, going off that conviction, is Jesus with you today, right? Don't, don't, don't allow your emotions to answer that for you. Don't let it be a 50-50, as I like to say sometimes. You know, like, you know I, I feel like it does, right? But if you can't back it up with scripture, right? It's, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. It's worship, it's, it's worship in vain, yeah. right? So again, we need to come back and think, hey, how am I walking with God today? Genuinely. Am I putting God first? All right? And I will be honest, I, I did not put God first for a long time. I didn't. I thought I did. You know, I thought I was doing the right thing, but I wasn't. And, and now I'm learning what that truly means. That means truly denying myself. I'm putting God first. Maybe waking up even earlier to have a more special, intimate, quiet time with God, with the word, making me hungry, praying for that desire to, to actually come back and read the word. You know, and um, I, lo I love something that, um, that, that uh, Earl said. He said, faith creates. What does it create? It creates confidence, right? We have that confidence. So now, looking at what we've done, I won't lie. Like, looking at this scripture, it's like, man, I haven't really performed in the greatest of ways, you know, looking at what the Bible just said. I'm on that list as well. But the year hasn't ended, right? There's still, there's still faith. There's still hope. All right, I, I'm going to do the best I can, right? And the key thing about it is that I don't save people. I don't. <laughs> you know, there's nothing I can do to save somebody, right? All I can do is go out there and share and speak that conviction and show that faith. Let my faith speak to somebody else, right? So like, that's the thing I'm, I really want to encourage all of us to really come back and look. All right, where is my faith at right now? Are these words actually speaking spirit and life into my life, right? Are they being activated and truly understanding that God is the one speaking these words and saying, go, right, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. These are the words of God, right? These will not happen overnight. These will only happen with faith, right? That's how you get God to move. And that's what I have for you guys. Um, the, the title was God's Call to be Faithful. The first point was have faith in the impossible. We need faith to obey. And to God be the glory. Amen.